Hi everyone! Welcome to Mabuhay Maxima! This is the podcast that encourages you to experience happiness, compassion, and kindness in a world that really tempts you not to. And this is MR, your host. Hello everyone! What's up everybody? Welcome back to Mabuhay Maxima, the, bo- the podcast that motivates and inspires you to be happy, kind, and well in a world that tempts you not to. My name is MR and hi! So it's a late Tuesday today. I hope you're doing just fine. I hope you have a safe trip home and if you're just listening now and you're listening on, an, uh, on a different day and you're just going to work or to school, I hope you have a great day ahead. So for today, a good friend of mine, Mel Castillo, decided to help me with the podcast. She is a skin skincare, blah, skincare specialist. <laughs> And we decided to do this episode. It's how to dominate your skincare routine. Hi, Mel. Hi, hi everyone. I hope you're having a good day. So my name is Mel. Um, not really a skincare expert, but I am a skincare enthusiast. Uh, I love I love learning about new things. I love hearing about skincare. I can talk to people for hours about makeup and skincare and like what are the new products? What are the things you need to do? What things do you think you need to fix for your skin? And like, I, lo- I love all of them. She does. <laughs> like, if you actually meet her, she is the kind of girl that you will not expect to love skincare <laughs> like can you tell the, the listeners some of your hobbies okay well um i i like working out i like going to the gym lifting weights i i'm practicing jujitsu i've been doing so for the past two going on three years i think um see i i also really like prepping in terms of like um getting the house ready prep prepping is in like yeah like apocalypse prepping uh i like learning about new things i love reading i'm pretty much a homebody and i love to eat and i am currently my mother's a favorite problem because I tend to just not tell her about when I uh, (laughs) scuba dive or go into a private plane with a random, although cute, stranger. Um, (laughs) Or like scale a mountain and trespass to go over like I, I don't know, like an abandoned railroad that's like 300 feet up in the air. And then, yeah, uh, and then actually like scale it and take pictures on it and send her selfies while still on the rusted railroad. See, guys, yeah. this is what people say when they say do not judge a book by its cover. She loves skincare, mm-hmm. but she's, she's like it. Her life is ready for the apocalypse. So, yeah. 
yeah kind of yes but I also have like my own personal hoard of skincare here for anybody any friends who might visit all my titas yeah they know who to go to so since you are the go-to let's start by how did you get interested in skincare well um, in order to answer your question, uh, let me take you back <laughs> to my preteen years when I first started. <laughs> when I first started um, getting into trouble with my hormones and the. And it sounds so wrong when you say that. Sorry. <laughs> but it is like I had the worst I had the worst hormonal acne when I was a kid like I remember I had a friend of mine she was so nice about it too like she was like you know like you look like you're always blushing your face is so red and I'm like dude those are my breakouts it's it's not it's not blush or anything I'm just inflamed like uh thanks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's what I said like she's really nice she's a friend of mine but like I think that's her way of telling me like damn girl like your skin is like really acting up so there um it got so bad that my mother had cause for concern and actually brought me to a dermatologist that she um met like through a friend of a friend or something and um so I went and it wasn't let's just say it wasn't the right fit Like, a lot of her products were too harsh for my teen skin that it actually ended up um, burning when I tried to apply it. Dang. Yeah, it was really bad. And, like, I would be reduced to tears from the rain. Uh, Well, so... I I stopped that, and then I went on a string of, like, um, dermatologists to try to, you know, get it to hold. And um, I eventually settled on this one who was pretty good, and uh, she she suggested that I actually take uh, the pill, birth control, since it's a hormonal thing. So basically, every time your hormones get out of whack – when you have your period or if, you know, you're going to get your period, it's going to keep coming back. The most that they can probably do is try to control the damage, but it's going to keep coming back monthly because it's not really um, outside irritants that are affecting my mm-hmm. skin, but rather right. my own body that is doing that. So mm-hmm. there, um, that really helped, but... I had to actually stop taking birth control. I'm sorry, this is like TMI, but like I had like an adverse reaction to the birth control after a few years. So I decided to stop. And um, this was about two years ago, I think, uh, or more, three years ago. And so, of course, the breakouts came back because the hormones came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since I can't really do anything much about, you know, my hormones anymore. The most mm-hmm. that I can do is actually just try to research what to do um, naturally or um, topically in order to, like, help 
minimize the monthly curse that is (laughs) (laughs) it's so hard to be a girl yeah 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 it is Uh, and skincare is really just one of the many things that is wonderful about being a girl yes we'll talk about that next time if you like but I'll I'll stick to skincare for now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk off the record for now. <laughs> sure. Or you can do another one next time. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. But yeah. So there. So skincare. Yes. What a journey. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Before I forget. Um. As we continue on, let me just say. Whatever brand, local or international, or how it may be that we mention, it is not a sponsorship. It is not a paid ad. We are not affiliated to any of the brands that we will mention. Um, it's just for personal use, yes? Yes. So, yeah, please do not sue us. <laughs> and, and another disclaimer, um, what works for me might not necessarily work for you. Um, we all have different skin. We all react differently. So um, if what I say doesn't work for you, feel free to experiment and try to see like what brands or what remedies would be best for you and your skin as well. Also, uh, I'll just say this right now. And yeah, hopefully yeah. you'll take my advice. Uh, professional help. Uh, there is no. How do I say this? There is no substitute for professional help as well. Yes. Like they studied years and years and years for it for a reason. Yes. If they can't really give you a remedy, at least they might be able to pinpoint the cause for you as well because um for skin it's not just actually breakouts that we have a problem with it could also be like let's say excess oil or it could be let's say um warts that would might actually look like freckles but aren't um you might also get like um skin tags there are also some that have like um Milia, which is like the little bumps that you might see under the eyes sometimes. That looks like whiteheads, but they're not actually whiteheads. Yeah, or they look like like little like bubble wrap things under by under the eyes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those. So like um, some other things might also be genetic, like let's say dark circles or excess sebum might also be genetically involved so yeah um, again it's best to seek professional help when trying to diagnose because you might actually be like trying to cure the wrong thing and then like making things worse yep you don't want that yeah so after this episode if so ever you try out any of the suggestions please do let us know what happens Message me, DM me on Instagram at mrmaximoph or here at anchor.fm slash mabuhaymaxima slash messages. All right? I would love to hear what you think. All right, going back. Mm-hmm. So for you, what is your current skincare routine? Well, 
when I started, I tried a lot of different things. Um, at a student budget, I tried a lot of the brands that you can find in the groceries or like in beauty supply shops or whatever. Sometimes some pharmacies. Uh, the thing is like, there would be brands that would work for you and some that wouldn't. Like, let's say, and I'm gonna start naming brands here now, like Pond's, Pond's doesn't work for my skin. Mm-hmm. It's a bit too harsh. Um, Olay works for me though. So yeah, um, if one brand doesn't work for you, try another. Like, if you can get samples or if you can just, you know, get a little bit from your friends, try it out, see if it works for you. Um, also, I think a good way to start would probably be to look at what might be causing your breakouts. Like if you're having breakouts around your hairline or under your in on your scalp, underneath your hair, could be the hair care stuff that you're using, or maybe you're not mm-hmm. cleaning your scalp enough. So the pores on your head are actually getting clogged from that. If yeah, right, right, right. They say that if you start getting breakouts like on the bottom half of your face, it's mostly from hormones. Like I'd get mm-hmm. that. I have an aunt who um, used to get like really bad breakouts and really dry skin like around her mouth. And apparently she's allergic to fluoride. So that might also be a thing. Yeah. Uh, And um, let's see, what else? Uh, Sometimes it's also diet, to be honest. Like, yeah, through all of the the meat. Yeah. Yeah. French fries and potato chips. Yes, French fries and peanuts and chocolate. Like, those are my triggers. Um, It could be different for other people. So, yeah, just try to see. And, like, for the hair thing, coconut for me. Coconut? Like, if I... mm Mm-hmm. I'm apparently Mm -hmm. allergic to any hair care product with coconut in it. Yeah. So, there. Um, So, you can start with that. Just try to figure out first if... Maybe it's not your skin that's the problem, but rather the things that you are doing that is just manifesting in your skin. Okay. So, so from all of that research, how uh-huh. is your skincare routine right now? Like what, what products do you use in what order, in what time of day? What's your current skincare routine? Like um, for you who has monthly breakouts and who was who is allergic to certain kinds of things and who is also an athlete so you tend to sweat a lot yeah so yeah what's your current skincare routine uh i basically stick to like uh about a five step routine now more mm-hmm. or less um and this is if i have the time so it will be like a cleanser a donor serum a moisturizer and an eye cream. That's it. Cleanser, toner, serum, moisturizer, and eye cream. Yes. 
So like, that yeah, that will be the thing that I would do like in the morning and in the evening. Uh, sometimes I will switch out the moisturizer for a sunscreen if it's in the daytime, though, because to be honest, like one of the number one things that is affecting our skin is the sun. And you might not see it now if you're still in your teens or in your 20s. But trust me, once you get to my age, it starts showing. It will catch up. It's already catching up in mine. I'm already regretting it. I'm already regretting when my mother told me, <laughs> and I will not use my umbrella. I'm already regretting it now. Yeah. And the thing is, like, yes, an umbrella is good. A hat is good. Like, avoiding the sun is good. But you can actually also... Uh, be exposed to UV rays with like a fluorescent mm-hmm. light because they do still emit them. So like if, for example, you you work in an environment where let's say there's a fluorescent light right above you, like um like a hospital or uh, or a call center, and there is yeah, like yeah. light beaming at you, you will still get UV rays from that. How about the UV rays from your cell phone, your laptop? Does it count? Um, it's very minimal, but with mm-hmm. the way and the amount of time that we actually spend on it, it does add up. Hmm, right, right. So even if like you're working at a nine-to-five job in front of a computer all day, it's advisable that you still wear sunscreen. Even if you work the graveyard shift from like, I don't know, like 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., you will still be exposed to it. So, yeah, just take care of yourself. There's a lot of like um, sunscreens out there that are cheap that will do the job. Just make sure that you apply enough. How do you know it's enough? Like, do you apply it as like how you would apply your normal day cream or night cream? Um, actually, no, I don't. I I would, to be honest, slather it on. <laughs> like, like how you do in the beach? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see. I see. Yeah. Um. And I would actually also concentrate on, like, the high points of my face. But that's just me. It's mostly because, like, that would be where the sun hits me the most as well. And mm-hmm. so I figured I would need extra protection there as well. And also, they do recommend reapplying. How often do you reapply? I understand it's based on the SPF number of the sunscreen. Well... It could be based on the SPF of the sunscreen. It could also be based on, like, how sweaty do you get? Um, right, right, like, right. Like, did, did you go swimming? Did, are you out in the sun for, like, a long time? Because, you know, like, it also all depends. At the same time, like, I understand it's really a chore, especially, especially if you're wearing makeup. Because yes, it's hot. Yes, it starts swirling in with your foundation. (laughs) So (laughs) yes, um, a good tip for that would actually be layering. Like there would be some cosmetics that would have SPF in them. So if your cosmetic brand has already SPF on them, you can already skip the sunscreen. No, still no. no. Yes. 
feet. So if you just put on a thin layer of, let's say, powder or like, let's say, liquid or cream over your face, uh-huh. those melt away. And they're so thin that they actually don't offer that much coverage when it comes to um, ultraviolet rays. So I would suggest actually wearing sunscreen and then putting your makeup on. Right, right. It's just an added layer of insurance. Insurance, right. So like Mm -hmm. I already put my skincare... I'm ready slathered with sunscreen and moisturizer. How long do I have to wait before I put on makeup? So like for the ladies who are going to work in the morning, how long do we have to really prep for everything for me to be able to have my face absorb all the skincare and have my makeup put on properly without it being washed away by the previous skincare routine? Well, Personally, I would actually just wait until the product dries before putting on another thing. Mm-hmm. Because you might end up wiping away the previous layer that you put on, which especially if it's a, if it's a serum, Lord, those are expensive. And if you're just wiping them away with your moisturizer, like, hon, like you're very yeah. rich and I would like to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be your friend too. <laughs> So, yeah, basically, as long okay. as your fin doesn't feel like um slippery or sticky anymore, then it's a good a good that, rule of thumb that, that you can probably right. like put on the next thing all right, awesome, okay, and you said your five step routine is cleanser toner, what do you call this serum serum moisturizer moisturizer and sunscreen. eye cream eye cream so. Let's go very basic for those who are just getting into skincare. What's the difference between cleanser and toner? Okay, so uh, for cleansers, those will be the things that will wash away the makeup, the dirt, the grime, the excess oil that your face produces throughout the day. That's basically what's going to clean your face. And help it, like, I don't know, somehow breathe after all of the gunk that it has accumulated throughout the day. Or so night. let's say I'm on a budget. Mm-hmm. You're, you're describing soap more or less like how what soap would do. So is soap fine? Let's say I'm on a tight budget and I really have no extra for facial cleanser and all that will soap do well to be honest i actually just started with cetaphil bar soap well cetaphil is fine there are a lot of things that you can actually use for your face but not yeah, yeah. Like, let's say bonds and ole and all that there are some things out there that are cheap that will do the job for you. Uh, you don't actually have to spend a lot if a product works for you. It doesn't matter the price point. If it works, it works. Awesome, awesome. Um, are there, how would you know if the cleanser or the soap that I'm using is too harsh for my face? Well, you'll feel it right away. 
mm-hmm. it, your your skin feels like tighter. Oh, right. When you oh, dry so, off. So, contrary to popular belief, it's not because like your pores are getting smaller. It means it's getting better. It's actually not. It's actually drying the skin. Mm, okay. It's kind of like your skin is puckering up because it's lost its moisture. Okay, if that happens, skip that, move to the next product that you have to try. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um uh I actually had that bad habit as well. Like I thought, oh my gosh, you know, maybe I'm having like all these breakouts because I'm so oily because when you're a teen you are very oily yeah Uh, so what I would do is actually I would even bring like a tube of facial wash yeah yeah wash my face in between classes and I I did myself dirty on that one I just ended up having like really dry skin and my my oil glands just went on overdrive thinking oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like, the skin is too dry, so we have to produce more oil to, you know, like, replace the oil that's been stripped away. So it was like a never-ending cycle. So my skin became both dry because of the frequent washing and oily mm-hmm. at the same time because, you know, my oil glands were having none of that. Right, right. So it's not also really that good to wash your face often in a day well, like unless of course you really need it like, like after event. a workout mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like with anything uh, moderation is still key I have I have some friends who actually had breakouts because they used too many products like right. so it's overload the whole 12 step skincare routine that's you know going around now because of the k-pop craze but actually like yeah, 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 yeah. for some people less is more like i have learned that the hard way as well like mm-hmm. if you put too many things on your skin you can actually uh clog it and it could even be your skincare that's giving you breakouts and it makes things worse instead of better and also more expensive, like true. Mm-hmm. Like I do not want to put on a moisturizer that will give me pimples. I want the opposite. <laughs> so yeah, cleanser. You can use actually. You can actually use soap for you guys and. How about toner? What but, is but toner? What does not, it do? not the same bar of soap that you use for your body. And your the hands. Same that that's different. Like you have you have thicker skin on your body than you do on your face. I would suggest having a separate soap that's gentler for your skin when you use it on your face. Mm-hmm. Right, right. There are a lot of cheap cheap cleansers out there. Try one. If it works, great. If it if it doesn't, move on to the next one. If it doesn't, try another one. Yeah. 
honestly, like if if a cleanser doesn't work for me, I'll use it to clean my makeup brushes. Right. So at least it doesn't waste money. Yeah, it doesn't have to actually just sit on the shelf. I mean, you can repurpose it, just not on your face. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wash off the cleanser on my brushes anyway, so it's not going to be there. There are no traces of it on my brushes or on my sponges, so it's fine. Noted. How about toner? What, what's it for? Um, a toner is basically the follow-up for... Some people think it's superfluous, you wouldn't really need it, but I use it mostly because I apparently have sensitive skin. So if I wash my face too much, I break out or I would Mm get really dry skin. So I don't wash my face in the morning. Right, I see. I just use my toner. So they say that the toner, or sometimes they'll advertise as, as like a clarifying solution or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically Eskinol. It's supposed Eskinol. to like get rid of the excess dirt and makeup that you might not have gotten out when you are cleansing, but that actually means that you're not cleaning your face well. And right, also right, right. as a prep for your skin, for all the other things that you're going to put on it. So it removes the, the, the gunk that's really in your skin. That cleansing cannot remove. That's your toner. Yes. And it's also, uh, let's say, a, a primer, a prep step for the next things that you will put on your skin. Right, right, right. Like, um, because does it open up your pores to absorb the next step and at the same time open it so that you can get the extra gunk? Is that what it does? Uh, no, not really. I think what it yeah, does right, right. is just get, get the excess oil off of your skin, get the excess dirt off so that you're actually not applying your products on the dirt yeah yeah right 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 so So, again some people don't use it some people don't feel the need for it it's subjective like if you feel like it works for you then use it yeah right so you said eskinol is a type of toner yes like I know some people and this is me included way back when when I was still using eskinol it's like you know that satisfying feeling when you put it into the cotton swab and you rub it all over your face and you got that gunk? Mm-hmm. Then you have and then this you feel like in it. Yeah, you that feel just like means it's still dirty. In your face. Well, yeah. But since you have that gunk, you want to make sure you got it all out so you lure it again and again until you do not have that black lead brown stuff on the cotton anymore is that Mm -hmm. too much or is that how it's it's that is that how it should be done okay so there are some toners and that would actually contain alcohol yeah and all included so Mm -hmm. if you keep repeating a step especially for something as caustic as that you might actually damage your skin 
like I would never recommend that you actually just put rubbing alcohol in an, on a cotton pad and just you know <laughs> use it in place please don't please don't it has happened to me oh or, my god uh, which is a different story um, it burned my skin I bet and so much and I had like microscopic dots that I could actually feel from when my pores bled so please don't ouch don't. okay so I, again toners no skin. matter how much or how little gunk you get one is enough you move on to the next step yes and again for some people they don't need it so right you know, right so you would say that. the toner is basically optional for some people yes for some people yeah yeah okay everything is optional if you don't mind getting skin cancer don't wear sunscreen my my dream to have skin cancer and to be yeah you know or like if you have this huge huge jackman fetish and you want to be like him like by all means (laughs) Right, so we already covered cleanser, toner. What about serum? What is it? What is it for? Why is it just being famous just now? Okay, so uh, serum is, I would like to call it an umbrella term. There are many different types of serums, but basically Mm -hmm. these would be um, vitamin-packed, liquids or gels or emulsions what have you that you put on your skin that would actually do miracles in the long run they they could they could yes they could um help control your breakouts they could Mm -hmm. um slow down the ravages of time they could make your skin brighter dewier Make you look like you actually drink the recommended amount of water. Even if you didn't? Even if you didn't. That's so me. They could make you look like you didn't go out partying the night before. Even if you did. And got home just (laughs) that They can do so many things. It just depends on what sort of serum you use. And also how consistent you use it. Consistent, you mean, is it? Consistency is key. So there is no miracle product that will make you get the results you want with just one Mm -hmm. application or let's say one week of use. This is, let's say, an insurance policy for your skin. You usually won't see results until months after. Unless like... It's causing an adverse reaction to your skin, at which point yeah, yeah. you might see those sooner than you'd like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pulse, irritation. Um, a lot of people would get like little mini, mini um, pimples all over their face yeah. wherever they put the product. Yeah. It's not hormones. It's your skin reacting to something bad that it doesn't like. Right, right. Yeah. 
So there. So, um, let's say for serums, it's there's just a lot of things that you know you can talk about. There are a lot of ingredients. There are still new ingredients that are still being made um, or marketed now that you know will do different things or may basically just do the same things, but they'll be in different concentrations. Like yeah, yeah. some of the most popular ones would be niacinamide to control dark spots and mm-hmm. pimples. There would be vitamin C, which yeah, would yeah. help brighten dull skin, make you look glowy. There would be hyaluronic acid, which will make your skin bouncier, look more plump. It helps. And youthful? To... Huh? And youthful? Mm, yes, a little bit. Yeah, so uh, there are a lot of things that you can put, some in combination with each other. So which is why some people would have like more than one serum or more than one step. Like they would have additional steps if they want like more things done to their faces. So yeah, um, if I get into it, it's going to take like so much longer. We're going to be here all night. (laughs) So let's just say that depending on your skincare concern, you should probably research more into what you think you would need, what your skin needs, and what you'd actually want from a skin. Right, right. Question, one last question about the serum. So you have mentioned that different kinds of serum um, gives a solution to different kinds of concern and say for example my skin has more than one of one concern how many mm-hmm. serums in one sitting can i put on my face of course serum dry serum dry before you can say that it's too much well it depends on you there are there are some products out there that would actually have more than one ingredient in it like, yeah, yeah. off the top of my head, Kiehl's Midnight Recovery Oil. It would do a lot of things for you. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's not actually just about a single ingredient. It's also sometimes about uh, the concoction that they make from the different ingredients. So, that maybe you only need one. Or if you'd like to layer, then you can do that as well. So, okay. um, if you have, if you've found a product, that works for you and you want to try adding to it you can just make sure though that you do it in moderation because again you you can go overboard with this step and serum yeah, is yeah. probably the most expensive part of your skincare right 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 question again yeah do face masks fall under skincare uh fall under serum since they're concentrated stuff that you put on your face? Well, in a way they are, but I would actually not recommend that you put face masks, like sheet masks on your face every day. Yeah, yeah. Because uh-huh. first, aside from it being expensive, it's you don't actually need that much vitamins for your face every day. Right, right. Okay. So... For your serum, yeah. you said 
consistency is key, but then again, it's not really advisable to use it every day because you might be putting in too much vitamins. Um, you well for me, serums like serum okay, but face masks are not to use every day. Um, face masks or sheet masks are, I guess, an easy way of to explain them would be that they're serums, but um, mixed with uh, glycogen that would actually adhere to your skin and make it absorb better. But at the same yeah. time, if you put too much of that, it could clog your pores even more. Right. And also, right. like, um, your skin can only absorb so much as well. So you might actually just be wasting your money if you keep if you keep using the product when you don't actually need it anymore like if you put on serum and then the sheet mask then like i can't think of a better term for this but uh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it would just be redundant yeah 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 i got it got that got that so yeah serums oh yeah the next one in your routine would be moisturizer so basically mm-hmm. moisturizer what does it do what makes it different from your serum? Um, moisturizer is basically just because I have sensitive skin and I do need to put moisture back into it. So I would use a moisturizer. Sometimes I would skip this step if I'm putting on sunscreen because I find that in this tropical climate, it's a bit too warm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I would sometimes do this at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, if I'm just super, super lazy, I would even skip it. Right, right. And, sorry, it's not, I mean, do as I say, not as I do. But I guess since I said I skip it, maybe don't do as I say too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And um, on that note, eye cream, I use it because I'm old and I need it. <laughs> I should have started using it because when I was younger and I didn't need it so that I didn't I don't have to need it now. Um, there would be some eye creams there that would help with the dark circles. There would be some eye creams that would moisturize your under eyes because it's more delicate than the rest of your face. So you can't actually yeah, yeah, yeah. anything. It might cause the milia or some breakouts there as well. And yeah, so the eye cream that I use is anti-aging because I find that if I don't use them, my skin dries up and I start getting these fine lines on my eyes that right, I right. old I really am. <laughs> you know what? The listeners might think you're like already 72 or something. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> yeah, seventy-two year old that does the jitsu. What? You'd be surprised. I mean, there are some that are in their eighties who still do it. Jiu-jitsu. Question. Um yeah. going back to the moisturizer, what if I have oily skin or combination skin? Is the moisturizer only meant for a dry combination or you still need it even though you're already oily. Well, um, like I said before, when I was, you know, 
going ham on my face, you can be dry and oily at the same time. Just yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're oily doesn't mean that your face is moisturized. So yeah, I would still recommend using a moisturizer. Um, there are some formulations that are lighter than others. Like, like for sunscreen, there's a consistency that, you know, you're used to when you go swimming and it's like really yeah, thick yeah. and it smells like chlorine and your face <laughs> feels like it's sweating after like 20 minutes of putting it on. Yeah. So that. And then there are these new type of things that are, let's say, watery essence and gels that would actually be lighter on your skin. Yeah. That wouldn't make you feel like you dunk your head in water. You, know, <laughs> you step out the door. Right, right, right. Thanks. Same with moisturizers. It's the same thing. Um, especially in our tropical climate, there will there are some alternatives out there like again because it worked for me Olay yeah. Olay works like like the really Lola ones that come in a pink, <laughs> bottle, a pink bottle but yeah, <laughs> yeah. 17 year old me uses the yes. Lola Olay because that was what I could afford and that was what worked. Yeah, people are already thinking that you're 72, Mel. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Maybe some parts of me are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Keeping let's it. Leave it. Let's leave that to their imagination. Yeah. We're making this general audience, okay? Sure. It is. It is. <laughs> you know, I could be bionic for all you know. Oh, shush. Question. Hmm. Where does micellar water fall under? I would actually use that in place of donor. Or actually, oh, you know, like when I say that if I, if I don't wash my face in the morning... I yeah. will just use cellar water instead. Like, splash my face with water to wake myself up. Mm-hmm. Had it dry. And then my cellar water. Just to get rid of all the products that I put on my face the night before. And also yeah, yeah. the product that my face decided to add to it throughout the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I see. So, that's it for your five-step skin skin care routine i don't know why skin care skin care skin care <laughs> yes. yeah i suck these would be the very basic ones the ones that i do every day you can add to it uh like let's say exfoliant sheet masks you can do a scrub if you want to you can actually go to a dermatologist and get a facial if you'd like to as well um but those are not the basics. Those are basically just extras. That yeah, you can yeah, do. yeah. If you want like a simple routine, like stick to five products or maybe even less if you don't need any of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just find what works for you and also check your diet. Yes. Because it really shows you are what you eat. Whatever you're eating, it shows on your hips. 
and on your face too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So for skincare, how young do you have to be to already start using your eye cream, your moisturizer, and all those things? Well, there are some things that I think you're never too young to start. And those would namely be uh, sunscreen, number one. And I guess facial wash. Facial wash, I think you can, yeah, you can start that even when you're young because like the skin on your face is still going to be thinner than the skin on the rest of your body, no matter how old you are. I mean, of course, I would not recommend using Neutrogena on your newborn. Please use use age-appropriate things for your kids. (laughs) Alright, so you can start as young as you want for sunscreen and facial wash. How about for eye cream and the serum? What age can you start using those? Well... I think for the eye cream again the it could you could actually start using them as a preventative measure so that when you get older you don't you don't get affected by time as much. So like you know how sometimes your parents will always say drink your milk, drink your milk so you have strong bones. It's not yeah, just yeah. for when you're a kid, it's also to prevent osteoporosis as you age. Yeah. So yeah. again, it's it's building up an insurance policy for your face. Uh, wow. If once you start, you know, your preteen years and your hormones start saying hello, you can actually start already. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, what do you call this? When we when you choose a specific product to use on your face, how long? Of constant use, can you say that, yeah, this product works for me? Um, usually, I would give it about one to three months. If you, yeah. if you see a difference in your face, then I guess the product's good for you. But if you find that a new product that you've tried is making you break out or you're breaking out all of a sudden and you don't know why, try checking into your skincare to see what you've added to it that might be the cause of that. Right, right, right. So at the end of the day, there is no special blueprint that is one size fits all for any kind of skin. At yes. the end of the day, you have to do your research, 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 research. Yes, or it doesn't even have to be as time-consuming as researching everything under the sun. It could just be, you know, um, a trial and error thing. Just start with a good sunscreen and a cleanser. Um, mm-hmm. If if you feel that those two work and you want to add something, then do so. If yeah, right, you don't right, right. have to and buy all of these things all at once if what you're doing right now is working for you that's great you're lucky awesome 
yeah, um, if you want to add to it, do it one at a time. Because again, if something bad happens, at least you know that it was that specific product that was doing that for you and you can stop it right away rather than having like a whole new routine and having to figure out which among the 14 bottles on your, you know, um, medicine cabinet is doing you dirty. Right, right. So it is better to summarize, it is better to add one product at a time to your routine so you can figure out which one does it work and which one does instead of yeah. reinventing the whole wheel. Yes, because your skin might, at the very least, experience culture shock. Wow, culture shock. Yeah. Right. Final note, what are the general tips to taking care of your face, can you tell to everybody right now? Well, um, first, always use sunscreen. It's, sunscreen it's so important. Yes, it's, it's so important that people actually put it into a song. It's, I think, in Desiderata. Might even be in Desiderata. I'm not even sure about that. But um, <laughs> yes, so sunscreen, not just for your face, but for your body as well. Hmm... Clean your face when you feel like you've been out in the sun or commuting all day. And um, check your diet. Check your stress levels. Stress. It might, it might actually be the stress talking. Um, there is a world of good that can be done for you. If you eat right, take care of your health and get a good night's rest. Yes, take good care of yourself, everybody. Please, please, please. You deserve that. Basically, all that skincare is doing is trying to mimic the look of good health. So if you think about it, if you think about it, just staying healthy and doing what's right for your body right for your skin would probably be the best thing that you can do for yourself everything else is just extra that is a very nice note that you put there so skincare is just trying to mimic the look of good health so if you're already doing good to yourself you're already taking care of yourself well then if you put skincare on top of that it's like just amplifying what you're already doing Yes, skincare is basically just making sure that your skin is also healthy. That's awesome. why that's awesome. why you clean it. That's why you know you moisturize it to prevent it from drying out. That's why you put sunscreen on it so that you don't, you know, get damage from the sun's rays or from fluorescence or from ultraviolet rays. It's it's just all part of the package of taking care of yourself. That is so good. That is so good. I am going to steal that. Skincare <laughs> is trying to mimic the look of good health. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fine. If, if there is anything that you take away from this podcast, I hope that it's that. Yes. Peace, everybody. At the end of the day, no, I believe that no amount of product will shield and cover 
the all of your bad habits. I don't think so. Unless well, you have a lot of money and you can do plastic surgery, then go. Yeah, but still, like that's that's so unnatural. I mean, I have not seen a you know a fifty year old who looks like a twenty year old that's cosmetically enhanced that actually looks like a twenty year old. So right, right. Like, Yes. Yes. So, at the end of the day, take care of yourself. Please take care of your your body, your mind, your soul, everything. Be good to yes. yourself, okay? Yes. Be good to yourself and the rest will follow. All right. And I believe that's it. Mm-hmm. Thank you very right. much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) (laughs) She survived it, guys. (laughs) She's so good. (laughs) Yes. Well, I hope they learned a little bit. And if you have or if you have any more um, tips that you might, you know, want to add to this please we would love to hear your feedback we would love to hear your suggestions as well again i am open to talking about this anytime are you open to give out your social media account for anyone who is curious and confused about what to do next on their skincare i think for the time being i will course them all through you (laughs) all right got the cue guys so if you have any questions (laughs) message me on instagram it's at mrmaximoph you may also email me it's at mrmaximoph at gmail.com if you have facebook my page is facebook.com slash mrmaximoph i mean technically i'm in almost every social media account you just search MR Maximo PH. If it's unsearchable, that means I'm not there. Okay. So if you're still here listening for almost an hour to our rambling, I would just like to say <laughs> thank you very much for still tuning in. I hope you were able to get something. Please do let us know what you think of this episode and if you have any comments, suggestions, and hopefully non-violent reactions, we would love to hear it. If it's violent, Please do think before you talk, you know. (laughs) So, again, (laughs) thank you very much. I hope this episode helps you in a way or at least entertain you for your drive and not make you feel sleepy if it doesn't really matter to you. And, yeah. So, this is episode six, How to Dominate Your Skincare Routine. My name is MR. She is Mel. You're listening to Mabuhay Maxima, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye! Bye!